When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everyone? It is Thursday. One more day to that weekend, baby. Don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel, Pound Rock. And also, if you'd like to donate to the show, you can do so. Our PayPal uh, address is right there in the description box. You can do it through uh, Super Chat or the cash app at dollar sign motorcycle madhouse we appreciate it all if you can't donate just go ahead and watch the ads over on youtube let them run through and that helps us right there if you watch them all the way through today today oh yeah don't forget this is only the first segment of motorcycle madhouse morning mayhem we are over on the radio, MotorcycleMadhouseRadio.com, immediately after this one, WMMRDB. I'm also on there at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time for Rock, uh, what is that, Ho- Rock with Hollywood, my fault, I'm going to rock on. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I'm over there as well, playing some tunes, having some fun, uh, take us with you to work, you to download the Xeno app, the whole nine yards. Today for this show, man, I gotta talk about it. You know, because I have so many haters out there that even though that what I read is in public domain, you can read it yourself. Uh, we just give a spin on it, uh, trying to give clubs, uh, you know, their viewpoint as best as we can. Uh, because most of the time they don't even go to the media and we've been doing a lot of coverage lately of some stuff that's been happening with the uh, pagans that messed up the rest of uh, conan their national president as well as uh freddie uh is a pagan and also the pike and portillo case with the banditos so we've been doing a lot of coverage and you get some of these haters that don't know what the hell they're talking about you can't put clubs on uh, your youtube channel what are you doing again it's public domain but i wanted to you know i'm always good at giving the flip side of the story to our haters complaining that they're on the channel and it kind of took me by surprise some of the information that i found you get a lot of people that compared at sons of anarchy stuff how much they hated even though you watched it yeah you can't lie man you sat there and watched it it's entertainment we all know that but the cool thing to do is say well sons of anarchy ruined every damn thing which, in, uh, you know, if you look at it, you kind of have to believe that because tradition and protocol mean nothing anymore. And that's a sad state of affairs. It really doesn't. It don't matter how much we cry and whine about how things are today. It is a different world. And a lot of guys make their deals off of that protocol stuff because people flock to it. They love learning about that stuff, which is cool. And they also like giving their damn opinions about it. Uh, But anyway, one of the deals is their supporters don't understand that the clubs themselves, and and they're going to hate to hear this, have some part in this, man. They really do. Uh, Major One Percenter Club had a big, big deal with the Sons of Anarchy. So you cannot dismiss that. I know how much you want to ignore that fact. There are clubs that are out there. And, hey, I believe in making the money, man. Go make your money. Go hustle. Do your thing. But at the same time, you can't turn around and say, you know what? This has ruined everything when you're a part of it. Ain't that hypocritical? Just a little bit. 
it's hypocritical in my eyes. And then, man, I was surprised like hell when I seen this. If you go on the TikTok app, you know, that thing where you dance or you do funny stuff, China Dow's all into that. I guess that is the new rage is TikTok. I call it Ticker Talk. Uh, some of it's funny. She does some funny shit on there. Uh, but anyway, when I went on there, she, you know, I, I think it was somebody else, actually. I think it was one of our listeners that uh, brought it to my attention. Every single 1% major motorcycle club is on that thing. They have members all over the place in their cuts, uh, dancing around, doing funny bits. I was like, wait a second here. Wait, 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 time out, time out. Here I got haters. Oh, don't discuss club. Dude, it's not club business when it's in the freaking public sphere, by the way, you idiots. Uh, but you have one percenter clubs. All the majors are on there in their colors, the whole nine yards. Doing their thing on TikTok. Now that right there is hypocrisy, baby hypocrisy of all the haters running their mouths and here you got the club member sitting there right on tiktok can anybody explain that reasoning to me i'm just wondering can you explain it to me maybe i'm dumb i'm ignorant i don't understand how these supporters and even some of the club members they're out there bitching and moaning about it but your guys are on this platform. Full colors blazing, dancing around. Yes, things sure have changed a lot, haven't they? I have to admit, a lot of things have changed. And for some platforms to go out there and bitch and moan about the biker news is funny at best. Again, I get it. You want to get out, make your money. Everybody does, even though it's scraps, if you ask me. And everybody wants to be a professional on everything that's going on. They, you know, I was actually talking to Black Dragon about this. Uh, we work well together. We work well with uh, different creators. But it always seems like when people get started, they want to go after everybody. It's not, okay, let's work all together like they're all bitching about. Well, all clubs need to get along. Uh, no, that is entertainment, man. This is entertainment. Of course, you know, they're going to go after people so they can get viewers. That is the only reason they do it. Because if they wanted to, we can all debate, have fun. Let's have a round table. We can invite all the creators and, you know, of all these uh, channels that talk protocol, and we can all have fun. That, if they, they want to bitch and moan about that stuff, let's have them fun. Let's talk. But to say that programs like this are putting freaking club business out there, you're morons. Uh, that goes the same. I know uh, BD's been given hell because he's been talking uh, biker news. Uh, and, like, you know, I'm a repetitive asshole. If you don't want it on this station, you don't want it in the public sphere, then don't be in there. And I always say it's not the club, man. It's always these people that are rogue people. So, you know, go over to TikTok and put in your favorite club, and they're all popping up on there. Every one of them, and they're one percenters. They're one percenters out there. It's like, damn, don't come back and bitch at me now. Hell no. Not after seeing that. You're talking about us putting stuff in public? Holy crap, man. I never seen people dancing in their colors before, but I guess times have really changed. But that all goes to uh, the fact that you can't have clubs blaming a um, uh, freaking series or the Mayans. The Mayans are coming out. When you actually have people that are one percenters are part of that film. 
have some left their club, yes. But they got the part because they were in the uh, club scene. Sad state of affairs, man. I just don't like hypocrisy. Uh, then you have uh, one club that was doing a documentary about this one other one trying to get a riding club together. And everybody laughed at that. And it seems like when clubs do that kind of stuff, it does, uh, you know, stink of that hypocrisy and it makes everybody look bad. But hey, make your money is what I have to say. Uh, I don't remember what the hell uh it was what not the devil's ride that was gay uh but the one where you got the hell's angels teaching this riding club and all the drama pops off on screen it's actually a freaking uh all that stuff is scripted by the way it, reality shows are scripted because if they're not it would be boring as hell so I just find that interesting that people went after us for talking hard news when uh, this is going on. Let's take a look at this real quick. Lupa! Sons of Anarchy actors were part of the Hells Angels in real life. Yes, this is the same show everybody complains about. I've complained about it. This is also the same show where people say, well, I only watched an episode or two. Man, you're lying. Don't get out there and lie. You know you watched that damn series because it was entertaining. It had to do with bikers. This show is so popular, it's unreal. Now you got the Mayans, same thing. Everybody's wishing that the damn uh, prequels would come out. David Labreva played Happy, and he still does play Happy on Sons of Anarchy. Before he took the role of the, your favorite hitman in the club Sergeant at Arms, he was initially hired as a consultant for Sons of Anarchy. Quote, David was hired to be the technical advisor at the show's inception. After Kurt Sutter met David, he cast him on the show and he has served both roles ever since. In fact, he even co-wrote episode 10 ep uh, entitled Hands of Sons of Anarchy Season 4, which FX notes time called the best episode of the season. In addition to being a screenwriter, uh, writer, he's also a tattoo artist and a mechanic, which is cool whose work has been featured in national automotive magazines. Again, make your money. He was hired for the role of technical consultant for his extracurricular activities. He was, at one point, a fully patched member of the Hells Angels. He was arrested on felony charges in Missoula, Montana in 2008 during the Hells Angels annual run. He put the off-law life behind him in 2019 when he announced on Instagram that he was parting ways. That is eight years, I believe, after he started starring in that TV show, so he was still a full-patch member of the HAMC while doing that series. Rusty Coons, he played Rain Quinn on Sons of Anarchy. Uh, the Hell's Angel with the second most mileage on the show is Rusty Coons, who played Sam Crow member Rain Quinn in 25 episodes, according to IMDb. Coons hooked up with the Sons of Anarchy crew when Kurt Sutter and series uh, star Charlie Hunnam attended an open house at Illusion Motorcycles or Illusion Motorsports a custom motorcycle shop Coons co-owned. He was, uh, Sutter was apparently impressed enough with his work that he commissioned a custom bike that was featured in the third season's DVD extras. Aside from his ability to build badass bikes, Coons was at one point the president of the Hells Angels San Fernando Valley and Orange County chapters. We imagine it's a tough sell casting a biker with a real-life resume like Coons as a prospect, which is probably why Quinn was first introduced as a nomad charter president. 
Everybody knows Chuck Vito. He played Frankie Diamonds on the Sons of Anarchy. Uh, he was already uh, uh, in the acting and all that type of stuff. But, but, he claimed he wrote it, wrote it or whatever it was. Uh, he did found and serve as a president of the Hells Angels New York Nomad chapter. And then the legend, Ralph Sonny Barger, played Lenny. Everybody knows who he is. Everybody knows he played Lenny the Pimp. And he had the least amount of screen time among Hell's Angels members who appeared on Sons of Anarchy. So, those were real-life club members real life ones and again you also have tons of other series where clubs were involved with these shows so how can you say that shows like this ruined the scene when club members were a part of it they pushed it that show was pushed, and every biker seen it. I don't care if anybody's uh says, "Well, I didn't watch it." I, bull, you watched it. So what's that say when you have a club pushing that kind of program that everybody complains hurt everything, making the money off of it? Which hey, do your hustle. And doing other shows, especially this new one with this writing club trying to be whatever members and acting all goofy and stupid. And then you got members of every single organization that's a big motorcycle club on TikTok. And you want to cry about me? Are you serious? You're nuts cry about me these guys are on the social media now i get it everybody loves supporting who they want to support but don't be hypocrites while doing it and acting like they do no wrong everybody is not perfect i get it when it comes to money you're damn right man they're gonna do what they need to do to make their money and they're making it legitimately. <coughs> they're making it legitimately. So you can't fault them for that. Some of them want careers, which is cool. But stay consistent is what I say. Because when you're not consistent, that makes you the hypocrite. So hopefully, your supporters... That put them stupid ass comments in the comment section. Wake up. And realize everybody's doing this stuff. We're not the only ones that talk about clubs. You got others that talk about clubs. And their clubs are on TikTok. It's like. Damn. <laughs> Nothing says, hey, you know what, cops, go ahead and just sit in your chair. All your freaking intelligence will come from TikTok. They don't even have to work anymore. But don't sit here and complain that uh, uh, show ruined everything. That's unreal. Now, let's go. Everybody knows Daytona Bike Week is happening. But here's a history of beer, bikes, coleslaw, and Routism. Never even knew that was a damn name. Uh, this is the 80th year of uh, Bike Week. Hell yeah. It may not be your grandfather's or even your great-grandfather's bike rally. A gathering for motorcycle race fans, a drunken party, a biker brawl, or a family vacation destination. Bike Week has changed a lot over the years. <laughs> it really has. That's why I don't like going to the damn things. 
Uh, it's our Mardi Gras, our Fantasy Fest, our Carnival. It's a portable 10-day street party of motorcycles of all kinds. Eye-popping costumes, bikini-clad women, sidewalk vendors, parades, Clydesdale, beers, tattoos, and alcohol. It does sound like a fucking carnival. It does. Bikers and locals alike go to nonstop concerts and bike shows. Now, it all started in 1937 when almost 100 daredevils on motorcycles raced each other on the road and packed sand of Daytona Beach in the first Daytona 200, launched by a group that included not yet NASCAR president Bill France. He destroyed NASCAR. Uh, 15,000 fans watch Ed Ironman Critz ride his number 38 Indian to the win before heading to Main Street. Gotta learn your history, man. Uh, this was about racing back then. Uh, it was put on hold for about five years while the country fought in and recovered from World War II, which is why they're celebrating the 80th anniversary instead of the 84th. I bet that's something you didn't know. Uh, France kicked things off again in 47, and Daytona Beach was jammed to the rafters. Uh, according to a Feb 21 story that reported every available hotel room and apartment was rented. Average of four to five hours for a double room. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, those should have been today. Uh, they got out of control uh, that a Chamber of Commerce committee was formed to come up with a plan in 48, endorsed by the American Motorcycle Association. The plan included checking mufflers at all approaches to the city and handing out lists of rules for behavior to all visitors to help the influx of what the AMA referred to as one percenters as compared to the 99% of motorcycling public who are law-abiding. Now, the AMA says it didn't say that. Who knows? Uh, early bike weeks, the mile ones, the 50s, uh, the 50s event was described as quiet, orderly, the most successful racing weekend in Daytona Beach. And it's kind of sad, man. And all the racing is awesome out there. And most people don't even go to the races, which was the original reason for Daytona Bike Week. Not a lot of people turn out, man. Uh, let's jump ahead a little bit more. 1981, uh, Gilly Aguirre, owner of Gilly's Pub 44, took a stand against the trade deficit of the day by inviting everyone to bash a Japanese bike for charity. Oh, I remember that. Oh, do I? Main Street, no colors allowed. Uh, when did that come in? Let's see here. That had to be... Let's see, it don't say nothing, but uh, it had to be uh, the 80s. Uh, Carl Smith, a.k.a. Big da Daddy Rattalong, one of the forces of nature of Bike Week, was one of the first to see the commercial potential. Big and burly, he sold airbrush shirts uh, from the Rat's Hole and other shops, organized motorcycle shows. Uh, yeah, <laughs> commercial potential. You killed it, Daddy. Uh, Daytona police began cracking down more harshly on gang members while welcoming peaceful visitors. The Boot Hill was reportedly one of the first bars to ban colors to reduce rival fights, a practice that quickly spread. Throughout the 90s and into uh, the 21st century, police and bikers got friendlier and local tourism agency began marketing family activities. Yes, bikers and cops. <laughs> anyway, yes. Motorcycle gang arrested with over 7,000 marijuana plants. That's heaven to Hollywood on Spain's Costa Blanca. A uh, local Guardia Civil swooped on the drug traffickers, 10 men and 3 women. Uh, they were Latavian, Serbian, and Dutch. Uh, they claim they were detained as perpetrators of the crimes of drug trafficking, theft of electricity, and belonging to criminal organization. They also found a drone, an electronic frequency uh, jammer, a fake gun, 5,000 in euros, 6 motorcycles, and 7 cars. 
It is believed the gang had been operating uh, in the Alkani province for four years with their only income derived from illicit activities. Uh, the motorcycle group known as Satadera, whose Indian, uh, Satudara, whose Indian, uh, Indonesian name means the same blood was founded in the 90s in Holland. Uh, since uh, 2017, many of its members have been convicted in Holland of assault, murder, illegal possession of weapons, among other crimes. Let's go to another one. Uh, this is a pretty cool one, man. The Booze Fighters. Motorcycle Club pays Highlander Motor in one last visit. Uh, with the Highlander tongue tied there. Highlander Motor Inn in its final days, the 57-year-old motel was paid one last visit over the weekend by longtime fans. About 100 members of the Motorcycle Club Booze Fighters. They're awesome. Rolled up on Sunday afternoon to pay their respects to the place they've stayed and partied at every Memorial Day weekend since 1992 while participating in Rolling Thunder. The Booze Fighters were first founded in 1946 by World War II veterans. Quote, The Highlander let us get away with stuff the other hotels wouldn't have. Uh, president of the Falls Church chapter of the Booze Fighters. In honor of the Booze Fighters' longtime patronage of the Arlington Hotel, they will be getting the iconic neon sign that have uh, welcome passerbys on Wilson Boulevard. The sign will come down next week. Owner Billy Bang confirms, at which point the club will take it to their museum in Fort Worth, Texas. Love the Booze Fighters, baby. That's old school traditional clubs right there, man. Now, insurance claim for Biker Clubhouse destroyed by arson was denied over links to the Hells Angels, but the judge objects. The court is certainly aware of the name Hells Angels. However... Is that enough to then conclude their presence is sufficient to constitute a material change in risk? Very interesting. Despite the notor uh, notoriety of the Hells Angels Motorcycle Club, associating with them isn't risky enough to justify not honoring an insurance payout on a biker clubhouse destroyed in an arson attack. The unusual court case followed a fire that destroyed the clubhouse of the Heretics Motorcycle Club in Sask... Well, I ain't even going with that one. Uh, the biker clubhouse was in a leased commercial building at the corner of Sorius Avenue and Albert Street on a main thoroughfare. It Until it was destroyed by fire, it was distinctive only for the club's large logo in the main window face in the street. It was the three-piece style of biker logos, which are also used in patches worn by members of so-called outlaw motorcycle clubs. The club's name is in a semicircle at the top. You guys get the point. You get the point. So, just because it was associated with the Angels or whatever it is, uh, they have to pay the piper. <laughs> Gotta pay that piper, man. Gotta pay that piper. That's only right. It's becoming more and more clear that a lot of judges are saying, you know what, they're kicking this stuff back and saying you're out of line, which is what people need to do. They really do. Until justice is actually blind and the facts are presented on both sides, can a decision be reached that is fair and impartial? And it seems some of your judges up in Canada are finally realizing it, realizing that they shouldn't be taking the word of every single damn cop like they do here in America. Word. That's one thing that always had me butthurt, man, was no matter what, man, it's like, okay, so they wear a freaking badge. Yeah, they're called cops. They're law enforcement, but you don't believe they why? They're uh, they're they're big liars, man. Even the Supreme Court says they can lie to your ass, but you can't lie to them. 
That's BS, man. That's a double standard right there. I wish somebody would take that case back and say, you know what, you dumbasses, you erred, man. They can lie to me, but I can't lie to them. They want to catch me up on something, but I can't uh, try to protect myself. It is weird how the laws work, man. It's it's even more weird how, you know, the rich and uh, all that, the famous, they get something that we don't. You know, if we did half the stuff they do, we'd be sitting our asses in jail right now. We really would. So let me know what you guys think of uh, everything we talked about today. Uh, second segment, MotorcycleMadhouseRadio.com. We usually go to about 9, 30, 10 o'clock. China Dow always comes in and, and, you know, joins me. We get freaky, man. We get uh, pretty funny, and we do outlandish crap that I couldn't do here on uh, YouTube. So get over there. Uh, join us up, man. You'll have fun. With that, I will talk. Oh, yeah, by the way, uh, for those that listen to us on the podcast, uh, Spotify and all that, I'll combine... The first segment and the second segment. That way it's easier, guys, for to listen to the whole show. I think you'll enjoy that a lot more. It might come out a little later uh, than the 8 a.m. stuff because after the show is recorded, I'll put it all together and put it on there as soon as I get it done every morning. So I'll talk to you guys uh, later. Get on over there, man. MotorcycleMadhouseRadio.com This radio station plays more music, more music like this. I went to a party last night. Break the law, break the law. You ready? Let's go. This is the number one internet radio station. You're listening to Motorcycle Madhouse Radio, WMMRDB Rockford. What's up, everyone? It is the second half of Motorcycle Madhouse Morning Mayhem. I got the beautiful China Dow sitting in here with us, my co-host now. How you doing, China? I'm good. How are you? Doing good. Yeah. <laughs> it was a long night last night. It was. You were a bitch. I know. I'm sorry. Why are you such a bitch? I don't know. You bipolar motherfucker, you. Because work was texting me at like 10 o'clock last night. And what's that have to do with me? Nothing. It was pissing me off, though. Yeah, but you took it out on me. I don't like that. And, and then what always happens, though? And you wonder why you're in punishment. That's so not why I'm in punishment. I'm in punishment because I threw a shovel at your truck. Yeah, but you let your emotions get the best of you. I know. It happens all the time. So why didn't you simply say, don't text me, I'm off today, fuck off? Real as simple shit. Uh, I don't know. I don't like pissing people off. Oh, but you can come at me. God, it's not what I intended. It just happened. No, but you come at me. No, we're going to address this. Now, yesterday we were talking about uh, the ten things that make a marriage last. Yeah. That ain't one of them. No. Yeah, they need this to have number number 11, <laughs> living with the bipolar. <laughs> living with a bipolar bitch. Yes. And how we have issues. Mm-hmm. You do got issues. I do have issues. You say you don't want to piss other people off, yeah. but you go after me. But you know that's how I always am, though. I don't like pissing people off. The, yeah, but why do you come at me? That's a question. I don't know. Why do people got to message me dumb questions? Oh, do I need to order this? I don't know. I'm not there. You tell me. So it's bang on Hollywood after that. Well, I didn't get to actually physically bang on you, but snap at you I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not cool thing. I saw we. See, the problem with uh, when she snaps on me, I, I have this problem that it just sticks with me. And yeah. it pisses me off. Yeah, I know. And it's like, okay, I got your ass. Okay, I got your ass. I ain't, you know what? I ain't talking to your bitch ass then. And then she wonders, why ain't you talking to me? Go fuck yourself. That's what I say. <laughs> that lasts a day or two. Yeah, but you're talking to me now. 
That's because I'm on a show. Oh, so after the show, you're not going to talk to me? Let's go fuck yourself after I get off the show. <laughs> so it's going to be a quiet day in this house, huh? It's going to be quiet, especially you're off today. Yeah. Are you going to let them bug you today so it gets on Hollywood's nerves? I'm just not going to respond. I think so, because you also got a show tonight. Yeah. You know, usually I have the 420 hour on Thursday nights, but I'm being, uh, you know, I'm being good and uh, letting you be on the show tonight at 7 p.m. Thanks. So I'm giving up my show so you can be on, but you treat Hollywood bad. Does that mean you're going to do your 9 o'clock show at 7 o'clock? Yes, that means that's what I'm doing. Okay, so I have to do the Hollywood and Chinadale show while you're high. Oh, that's a good idea, ain't it? Oh, man. Payback's such a bitch. Man, can I do it from my room? No. I don't want to be in the same room with you. I think you deserve it. No. I think you deserve what's coming at you. No, you're going to make me cry. <laughs> you don't think you deserve it after last night? No. No, I want to do, I want to, oh, whoa, no. whoa, time out, time no. out. I do not deserve the punishment of being in the same room with you when you're high. No. What's good for the goose is good for the gander. Oh, you're worse than me. Yeah, but I don't initiate it. I didn't, well, okay, you got me there. You agree? Yeah, you got me there. It must suck to be you right now. Yeah, it does. It kind of does. Yeah, I'm going back to bed now. <laughs> I'm not no, you know up. what? I'm actually proud of you that you've been waking up like clockwork at 8 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, 7.45. And boom, you're into the studio. I didn't think yeah. you would do it. Yeah, I've done it. But you like the radio so much, you got to be in here. Yeah, God. You never want to miss it. Mm-mm. Because you're an attention whore. Mm-hmm. Why are you an attention whore? I love it. I like to be in the middle of everything. Right. I don't care. Who isn't? Who the hell is not an attention whore in one way, shape, or form? I'm not. Okay. Episode 501. Is that what we're on today? That's what you're on. Yeah, 501. Yeah. It's not as exciting as 500, is it? (laughs) That's because people love me. I don't have to seek the attention. I'm entertainment to them. You know what? That was, I, I was just talking about that in segment one. Yeah. You know how I get all the haters and shit like that? Well, you're not supposed to put club business on the... Sh- shut the fuck up. <laughs> you showed me that TikTok yesterday. I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, I showed you a few. Could you imagine us dancing back in the day in our colors? Y'all would look stupid as fuck. <laughs> We'd have got our asses, our eyes dotted for that shit. Y'all look dumb as fuck. I, I crack up because it's like I was actually looking up, like, because I know how to search things on TikTok, and I was looking up a bunch of different clubs' names. Mm-hmm. So far, the only one I haven't found is, the, is, is there's only one. There's mm. only one. Right. One, one I haven't found, but the big name ones? They're all in there. They're all in there. Yeah. It's like, what happened? <coughs> and a lot of them are using original sound where they're just recording their own voices. And I never would have thought that would have happened. Yeah, so that... And that, these ain't people recording clubs. These are actually the club members doing it. Yeah, it's the actual club members holding their own phone and and doing it. You know, yeah. a couple of the clubs have a no social media policy. I think they have, maybe they want to check out TikTok. Yeah, I think they're forgetting one. <laughs> you know, may, you know, maybe they can't post on Facebook or YouTube or some shit, but they sure the fuck is posting on uh, TikTok. Oh yeah, they post like them at bars, and I mean they're posting some stuff that like I see why they're posting it, but like, you know, like in memory of people. There's one guy that does uh, creator shit on YouTube, and his club's on there. It's like, how the fuck are you giving advice on this? <laughs> it's like, what's happening? The hypocrisy kills me. Yeah, and then, like, all the trends that are out on TikTok, you know, the, I end up doing a lot of the trends on there. Right. I mean, we're watching. Well, you're a girl. You're not watching, in a club. But we're watching, like, hardcore MC clubs wearing their colors doing these 
stupid trends, and they just crack me up. I couldn't imagine what their officers are thinking of that shit right now. That's embarrassing. Well, you should really start thinking, because I've seen a few of them with some VP tags on their vests. (laughs) Are they, like, trying to get broads or something? What's going on? There's a possibility. I mean, TikTok, there's a lot of... It's like a meat market, too. Well, I enjoy your stuff. Yeah. But like I said, you're not a club. You're just a female having fun. Right. I don't go in there. I mean, the most I wear is I'll wear one of your shirts from the show. And then you got these guys, and I'm talking hard colors. I'm not even talking T-shirts. No, they're not wearing support shirts. They're wearing the actual. No, I'm talking hard colors with the rockers. Yes, and and they show the back of the vests and everything. Mm -hmm. And if they're wearing the T-shirts, it's the full hard T-shirt. It's not just a support shirt. Right. It's the full shit. So what do you think about the guys that beef on us about doing news when these idiots are out there doing all this bullshit when they're out there doing the tiktoks yeah i think they need to just leave those doing the news alone (laughs) right i mean practice what you preach then stupid Uh, you know what i find it mostly to be supporters of clubs you know them fucking supporters they go out there like little fucking girls suck on a dick yeah and make themselves feel like they're a part of something Mm -hmm. that's who mostly does it and then it was funny, like I was talking about, you walked in today, yeah. I was talking about the Sons of Anarchy show. Oh, yeah, I Everybody it. beefs on it. And I it's like, it. how the fuck are you going to beef on it when you got members of the fucking Hells Angels that were in there doing it? Yeah, that's true. And the funny thing is a lot of those members that were in, or a lot of the people that were in Sons of Anarchy, they even wrote books. Yeah, they wrote books. The guy that played Happy in Sons of Anarchy, he wrote a book. Yeah, he just came out with one, didn't he? Oh, that was a couple years ago. A couple years ago? I think he's starting his second book. But he was still a member during that whole series. He didn't leave until it said 2019. Yeah. Yeah. And then you got Chuck Zito in there. You got Rusty Coons. You had Sonny in there. Yeah. So how can you bash a show that you had actual club members in and saying it ruined the whole lifestyle? You can't. You can't. Because if you're anything real, as that's the new uh, word on uh, social media is being real. Yeah. You can't complain at that point. But they also got to remember that that is just a show. And most people don't. It's it's a show. That's not how it really is. Most people don't understand that, and that's very, very freaky. I mean... Mind you, I was addicted. I've seen the whole thing, the whole, the whole Sons of Anarchy, you know, twice. <laughs> I got bored. I right. watched it again. I've seen it. It's a good show, but it doesn't perpetrate exactly what goes on. No, it doesn't. At all. No, it doesn't at all. I mean, my question to that, you know, my biggest thing, being that there were, you know, Hell's Angels in it, what did they think of the storylines and all that? I don't know, man. Do they think it was real? <laughs> I don't know. I want to know what... I'd love to know what their opinion was. The ones that were actually in the show that are legit in clubs. You know? Right. Did they feel that it was portrayed as true or did they feel it was portrayed as, you know, like it's supposed to be and it's not real? We're going to keep on going and talk. We're going to play a song here right here real quick. I'm alone again 
the Motorcycle Madhouse Radio right on your smartphone by downloading the Xena app from Apple and Google Play Store. Add Motorcycle Madhouse Radio to your favorites and rock on all day long. And we're back. Hi. So what do you think about our conversation so far? I think it's highly entertaining. I like talking about the Sons of Anarchy. What do you like best about the show? It kept your attention. A lot of shows nowadays, like, okay, people are watching, what's the, what's the other one? Mayans. Mayans. I I, they lost me after, like, the third episode. I actually don't like the Mayans at all. It totally lost me after episode three. Where, Sons of Anarchy, you're actually looking forward to the next episode. You think they're going to make a prequel? They keep talking about it, but I haven't heard anything in a while. I mean, they talked about it for, like, months after the sh- the series ended. But I haven't heard anything about it in, like, forever. Hmm. I think they should have. I mean, that would have been highly entertaining. Wonder if it would have caught our attention as much as the actual show, though. I don't think so. No. You know, kind of like part twos of movies aren't always that great. Well, you know what? We've seen uh, Eddie Murphy's uh, Coming to America Part 2. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't as good as the Part 1. No. I mean, it, 
name is I. It's I. Well, it seems like they were trying to be uh, PC in the second one. Yeah, they the the comedy part of it wasn't as comical as part one. Like Eddie Murphy wasn't really as funny in part two. He, no, he was. He was playing way too serious of a role in part two, so it kind of lost me halfway through because he just wasn't as funny as he was in part one. I think he, they're afraid of cancel culture coming at him. Now they're coming after Miss Piggy. Oh my God! No, they're not. Yes, they're coming after Miss Piggy now. Oh man, why? Because she's dating a frog? No, because they claim that uh, she's too overly aggressive uh, with him. Oh my lord. And then there's even a shampoo company that's taken off uh, the word normal because somebody says, well, that's, uh, that's, uh, how can I say it? There's not normal hair out there. Uh, they think it's racist because they're implying that to black hair. hair. Oh my god, that's stupid. We've raised a bunch of pussies. I blame our generation on this. It's our generation that raised a bunch of pussies. That, I can't believe they're going to take the word normal off shampoo bottles. <laughs> and they're going after Miss Piggy. Yeah, leave her alone, man. She's a shit. Why you got to mess with Miss Piggy? They already went after Peppy Le Pew. I know, because he was too sexually aggressive towards that cat. What what the heck? They're all saying, oh, it was like, what, like a rape kind of thing or whatever? Yeah. Stupid. I'm waiting for the motherfuckers. They've already came at us hardcore on our one channel. Yeah. And because people are asking, well, you know. Why aren't we on YouTube for yeah. Hollywood and China now? Because they keep pulling our shows down. Right. They keep can't, They keep taking our shows off YouTube. Could you imagine their look on their face about how I talk about women and stuff like that? I know. On the radio. If they could get access to our radio, they probably would cancel that too. Mm-hmm. Thank God they can't. You know, somebody made a comment they might even go after Speedy Gonzalez. They're already talking about it. Yeah, because of the fact that he's like got a little sombrero and stuff on <laughs> Well, you know, Come I on. think it's time for everybody to start fighting back and not accept it. I believe they nobody should be accepting this stuff, and I think is you know it's like they're programming everybody to think a certain way. Well, look at—they've had all of 2020 to do it mm-hmm. because everybody was cooped up inside. And what did everybody do? They were all over media, social media, the news. People would have the news running 24/7 in their house. I mean, they just, that's just, they had nothing else to do. Propaganda's winning. Yeah, well, it shouldn't. Well, we're letting it. That's the problem. Well, it needs to be shut up. And it seems like all this cancel culture shit comes off of Twitter. Yeah. Everybody gets butthurt. I canceled my Twitter account like a year ago because I got so fed up with looking at all that crap. I only use it uh, to promote the stories that are coming out uh, through the biker community and stuff. Right. Yeah, I don't see you putting much in there anymore. No. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. You don't even really talk about your Twitter anymore. You know, we got the Facebook to promote uh, some of our videos because we've been throttled back so bad on my uh, YouTube channel. They don't show anything. I know Black Dragon has the problem with it. That we have to use that kind of social media to get promoted and all that stuff. And we ask our subscribers and those that are watching to share our YouTube videos on their social media so they get more uh, exposure yeah. since you get throttled back. Right. But these tech companies are ruining everything for a lot of people out there. Can you imagine that? We grew up on Pepe Le Pew. We grew up on Miss Piggy. Yeah, I know. And now they're saying, well, that's hurtful. You know, I'm so freaking tired of it. You know what? They claim racism all the time. They're race card shit. I don't think they understand. They're the ones that are actually creating the racism because you're turning 
tribes against each other. You turn whites against black, black against whites. They're creating this problem. The more they pull this shit, the more people are going to get hardened in their positions. Well, maybe that's their goal. I mean, maybe maybe that's what they're out to do. They're out to get everybody pissed at each other. Right. Because, you know, maybe maybe they're just bored. And they figure, hey, why not go with the flow and let's just start pissing everybody off. I mean, Dr. Seuss, of all things, come on. It's getting ridiculous. Like you said, maybe maybe they'll, uh, what are you going to do if they go, against, go, go after Scooby and Shaggy? Oh, I'm going to be pissed they go after them. Because you know somebody eventually will say something. You can't go after Scooby-Doo, man. I mean, That's just wrong. And if you really think about it, do they ever show them doing anything? No. They don't. So, they just have the munchies. A lot. Scooby does all the time, man. I know, he likes his Scooby snacks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're always hungry, but, you know, unless you're an adult now, you wouldn't understand. <laughs> Kids wouldn't understand that. We didn't back then. Did you understand that back then? Probably not. Nowadays, yeah, we can kind of read between the lines. But back then, hell nah. Hell nah. Especially if you're one of those that are actually partaking 420. You know what's going on with Scooby and Shaggy and that band. Hell yeah. But they just don't show it. But that don't give them a right to cancel them out. No. But it seems to be the thing right now. They're trying to cancel all kinds of stuff. It's getting stupid. Grow up. Let people do their things. Let the cartoons alone. Leave Disney alone. Leave all that crap alone. Find something better to do with your frickin' time. It's like they got no lives. Or they're jealous. Maybe it's a jealousy thing. Disney's better promoted than their, uh news show i don't know mm. it could be i don't know just saying i mean i don't know i like peppy Le Pew flirting with that cat that was adorable right i used to think it was the best thing ever i would laugh so hard during that cartoon well i went to the uh doctor yesterday my neurologist and you know i've been having some problems with uh the shit yeah and, um, you know, he gave me a break and uh, only suspended my license for 30 days. Yeah. Because on my EEG, they were showing uh, abnormal uh, brain activity and stuff. Yeah. Uh, sad state of affairs, man. At least it's 30 days. If he would have gave me six months, I would have been pissed. Yeah, you would have. You still would have used her. You still would have went. <laughs> I still would have done my deal. Yeah, you still would have done it. You don't care. No, hell no, I don't care, man. I'm driving if I want to drive. Yeah. You know, because six months would have put me where I would have missed a rumble in the woods, and that ain't happening. Nah, you would have won anyways. Yeah. I already know. You would have been like, Psh, I'm going. Who cares? But I don't know. But that would have been then, you know. Mm. The next 30 days is, we'll see. I think it would be fine. I really do. You yeah. Know. I think that's just because they're happening more frequently now. Yeah. And that's what happens when these fucking doctors fuck with the meds. And that's what I tell people. When you are, you're an epileptic and they find that mix, you don't mess with that. Yeah, and you're... Because it's hard enough to find the right deal. How many times, uh, how many, uh, what do I go, about a year or so after they started with them trying to figure out what the right meds were? Yeah, it was about, God, actually it's probably a little bit longer than that before they finally got you on a good, good balance. Because I do recall the first year after you were diagnosed, we probably had an ambulance here at least once a month, or we drove you to the hospital once a month. Right. But after that, it started balancing out because they were able to get your levels more straightened out. But then they realized that the medicine that they had you on originally was shit and put you on something new. But that was only, what, not even a year ago they changed your prescription or yeah. less than? Right. And now they're messing with all your other medication on top of that. Hmm. 
Well, maybe we should try this one. Yeah, it's like use Hollywood as a guinea pig type of shit. Yeah. You and know, riding season coming up, uh, there ain't no way I'm risking a, that shit right there. No, you would never risk your riding. You love your riding. Riding is fun. I'm having withdrawals. You're gonna take your you are big time. Yeah, you're going to take that bike out before April 1st. It gets warm enough. Yeah, because, I mean, yesterday it was raining, so... It's got to rain a lot more to get that salt off the roads. Yeah, because, yeah, I did. I looked outside yesterday when it was raining, and it's like, yeah, the roads are... You could still see it all on the curbs, and ugh, they still look like crap. So, yeah, maybe, well, they, they claimed it was supposed to rain today, too. I haven't seen anything of that yet, so we'll have to wait and see what happens. Maybe it'll get rid of the rest of it to make it where it'll be better to ride and not to jerk your bike up with all that salt. Right. Well, with the boulevard, I have to do an oil change and stuff like that still. Uh, the Harley already got hers done last year right before end of uh, riding season. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to it. I really am. I think I'm going stir-crazy right now. Yeah, I think you are. I think you are. You're missing doing your blogs on your bike. Because I've been hearing about that the past couple days. Well, because I ordered that new blog setup. I know. So you're, like, really missing it. Hell yeah, I'm missing it. I think everybody out there listening to us is missing it right now. Yeah. Well, hell yeah, a lot of people are missing it, but there, you know, there's those, there's that handful, there's those, the handful that, that's on uh, Discord that uh, they're they're already out riding, because <laughs> they live in those nice warm states, jerkies, jerkies, <laughs> jerkies. You know, you got those in Florida and like Texas, 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 and then Arizona, L dog. You know, people like that. <laughs> you know what? It might be nice during the wintertime living out there, but damn, man. He says 115 degrees out is oh, like an opening an oven when you walk out your door. I can ride like that. Oh, hell no. I don't know how people can ride in that kind of heat. I mean, yeah, it gets hot here, but it's a different heat than it is there mm. when it gets hot here. It's totally different. Yeah, we got a lot of uh, humidity here. Yeah, for real. It's, it's, ugh. I couldn't, I could not walk outside my door if I lived in, like, Arizona or whatever and be, like, not being able to breathe. Right. You know, because it's that hot. But yet you're going to get on your bike and ride. It's crazy. And wear a helmet. I make everybody wear a helmet on my bike now. Oh, yeah, me and you. I got my helmet. Mm -hmm. It's in my closet. I got to put that strap thingy on that easy release one whatever on the helmet who do we all got in discord we are family we have dark soul donna grizz ghost geo grandpa slayer greg haymaker j man j slicks little mama mamie morbick sergeant grinch shocker and trucky got your sister in there yeah she just bounced out Probably too many people. So she bounced out and she'll come back in. I wonder if there's a thing about Discord and that bouncing out shit. Well, a lot of times, like even like right now, um, I mean, I'm on my phone in here. I'm not on a computer in here on Discord. I'm on my phone. And you can always tell without looking at the whole screen, like seeing how many people are in here. You can always tell when somebody's jumping in and jumping out because I'll look at my screen and I'll have a blue circle <laughs> spinning. And I'm like, damn it. So I got to log out and come back in. Guess it depends on how much bandwidth or whatever it's called. Right. I don't know. Well, we got something coming up right here, and I think this is one of your favorites. Times are strange, here I come but I ain't the same Mama, I'm coming home Times gone by, it seems to be 
Ozzy Osbourne. I love Ozzy. Oh, yeah. We're going to cut short to this morning, and uh, that's because we're going to be live tonight. I'm going to turn you back over to Auto DJ. We'll see you tonight at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Bye. You're listening to Motorcycle Madhouse Radio, WMMRDB Rockford.